Welcome to the Find Your Awesome Podcast. My name is Kelsey Abbott, and I'm your host. I use science, spirituality, and play to help people welcome more ease, abundance, and joy into their lives. And welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you so much for listening. Hey, if you haven't been over to KelseyAbbott.com lately and grabbed your free human design chart from me, come and get it. I'll send you your chart. I'll tell you what your profile, your energy type, and I'll tell you a little tidbit about one of the gifts that your soul chose just for you. Head on over to KelseyAbbott.com and grab your free chart from me. Now let's get straight into this week's episode. Enjoy it. Hello, hello, hello. So here we are in the middle of 2022 and we are exactly where we're supposed to be. Here we are in the midst of our evolution, as we evolve, as we transition, as we transform toward the new paradigm. Human design says that we enter a new paradigm, a brand new way of being in 2027. None of us have been through one of these paradigm shifts before. The current paradigm we're in started in 1610. So we're all here for something brand new. And every single one of us who chose to be here at this moment, we all signed up for this, for this transition from the current paradigm to the new paradigm. I'm going to tell you all about this. But first, as I was thinking about this, I was thinking about just this, this transformation that started for all of us on a global level in 2020. I mean, look back to the you of 2019, you are a very different person now, right? Like we all, we are all constantly evolving. And I think that the events of the last few years and the transformation, the growth that has happened in each individual one of us and us as a culture has really made it more apparent that we are constantly evolving. And that's how we're supposed to be. And so uh, for me, I raced triathlon this last weekend, and it was my first race since 2019. And in prepping for that race, I was thinking back to like, how have I changed since 2019? And so many of the changes, like, you know, the majority of the evolution is at a, a belief level. It's at an energetic level. And yet some of it is at more of a like concrete level. So There are, there are four like really concrete ways that I think are, are interesting to look at. For instance, 2019 me was eating what health practitioners said, Kelsey, you need to eat this. I didn't feel right, but I was like, okay, this is what I need to do. 2022 version of me. And in fact, the later 2019 version of me, it's what her body and soul guides her to eat. I have a different coach now than I did in 2019. He is a very different individual. Our coaching relationship is very different. I'm training differently. That new coach does a very different style of training. Whereas I used to train what, what my new coach calls in the gray zone. I now train in this black and white zone where it's the extreme, super, super easy or super, super hard. And then, and then there's this other level, which amuses me. And 
It really makes me think of my friend, Katie Allen. If you, if you're not familiar with Katie, go back about a month ago, we recorded our first episode here on the finder. Awesome podcast. She's coming back. Don't worry. She's absolutely amazing. Katie is a stylist. And this last little like concrete bit of how I've changed is a style well, or clothing way. You see, in 2019, triathlon started coming out with these one-piece suits. That is not true. The onesies started earlier and I had some, but they never fit me. They were always too short. And so on the run, I would take off the top and let it hang at my waist because it would pull on my shoulders so much. And it wasn't aerodynamic because it couldn't actually like snug up against my back because there wasn't enough fabric. Because in case you aren't aware, I'm almost six feet tall and I have a super long torso. So I historically have trouble finding things that are long enough for my torso. So anyway, I, for years, I wore these one piece suits that didn't fit me or I'd wear two piece suits that also didn't fit me very well. And in triathlon, you want things to be tight. And frankly, I want them to look really good and be beautiful. So I had this story that one piece suits, they aren't for me. They are beautiful, but they don't fit people like me. So I can't have them like, kind of like I can't have pretty things. And a little while ago I got this hit. Actually, I got to the point where I was like, I really want to race, but I don't really have anything to wear. So what am I going to wear? And I kept, there's this one suit that I was like, that is beautiful, but you know, it's not for people like me. And I was like, but my, I keep getting this nudge to go for it. And so I ordered it and this beautiful kit, it fits me perfectly. It touches up against my back. It's super comfortable. I can keep it on all day long. It doesn't pull on my shoulders. And this for me is like, it gives me the opportunity to be in alignment when I'm racing. It's like the inside matches the outside. I'm not showing up in some, like something that doesn't quite fit me or something that doesn't look good because it doesn't quite fit me. I am showing up in something that is freaking beautiful that I feel like I'm wearing. Like, it's like the prettiest thing I own. Like I don't need to wear a ball gown. I'm a more beautiful tri-suit kind of girl. Although I don't know, maybe the right dress. Anyway, this like, you know, it is so fun when the insides match the outsides, you know, being at a race, wanting to be my best self and yet wearing something that wasn't me. Mm, Just an interesting way that it was an energy leak that I have now plugged. Okay. And then we've got the energetic levels. So the first one is penthouse energy. This, okay, let's think about this. We we get to play in the penthouse. The penthouse is where all the fun is. That's where the energy is super high vibe. It's filled with joy. For me, I'm not a city girl. So that penthouse is like all tricked out with, well, it's got tons of infinity pools and of course an Olympic size pool and the ocean and the forest. It's just this glorious place. Lot, no, no other buildings. And then there's the lobby. The lobby might be beautiful. I don't know. I don't spend much time down there. We the, the majority belief used to be, you got to go down to the lobby to meet people. And then you bring them up to the penthouse. But now, now we get to stay and hang out in the penthouse. We get to play 
in the penthouse. We get to hold our penthouse energy. And if people want to come up to the penthouse, they are more than welcome to come up and play with us. They're more than welcome to come up. We don't have to go meet them. We don't have to go meet them down in the doldrums. We don't have to go through the, like pick up their emotional heaviness or go through what they're going to meet them. We get to hold our vibe. We get to be our sparkliest, shiniest selves and people will come up. People will want that juicy magnetic energy and they will take the elevator all the way up to the penthouse and come enjoy the forest with us. Or, you know, for you, it may be more city-like. You might not have a forest in your penthouse. You get to design your own penthouse. Of course, mine has zip lines and water slides. Oh my goodness. It is epic. And you're welcome to come up anytime. You just got to take that elevator up, ride the energy elevator up to penthouse energy. And I promise you, we will have so much fun. And then the last piece of how I notice that I've changed is the, the ability to receive receiving. I've talked about this before here on the podcast, receiving it. It's part of the energy flow. We need to give and receive energy goes through, you know, it's, it's circular. It's a cycle. We are constantly evolving. We are constantly giving, we are constantly receiving. We are constantly inspiring as in breathing in and exhaling, or we could say expiring breathing out. That is the cycle. It is the cycle of breathing. It is the cycle of everything. We give energy to others. We receive energy from others. We give energy to the universe. We receive energy from the universe. And when we aren't receiving or giving, we're stuck and stagnant. We're like sitting in a scummy mud puddle. It's kind of stinky. And I know that this year I reached a new level of my ability to receive with a wide open heart and that I, I saw that in action at the race this weekend. So one instance was we had race tattoo, like number tattoos that you're supposed to put on before the race. And they had said, you're going to, you know, COVID protocols, you're going to put your tattoos on yourself. So bring a sponge and put them on yourself. I brought a sponge, but I left my water in the car. And so I just went over to ask the announcer if he could help. And I actually asked him if he had a Sharpie because I was like, ah, screw it. I'll just write my numbers on instead. He's like, oh, do you want me to put those on for you? And so I, I said, yes, please received his active service. And then he, these other people came up while we were talking and he said, hold on a second. I'm just putting the numbers on the winner here. And I think that how would the 2019 version of me have responded to that? She may have been like, oh, like kind of squirmed and like shrunken back a little bit. And I just like smiled and thought maybe energetically. I was like, yeah, that's entirely possible. It's just as possible as anyone else here being the winner. I received the energy. I received the possibility of being the winner. And then later on, again, before the race started, I was, um, I was doing run drills before the race and this woman came, she walked right up to me and she said, 
you're so beautiful. And I was so stunned and blown away. And I said, thank you so much. I probably said, oh my goodness, thank you so much. And I, I received that compliment. I fully, absolutely received it. And that, I, I, apparently I don't really have words to, to explain the magnitude of fully receiving that and like drinking it into my body. Although it wasn't even a drinking it in because I, my whole body took it in. You see, when we receive, it makes everything more fun. It makes the flow continue. So whether it's like by my receiving compliments and allowing myself to receive them, I am saying, hey, universe, I am open to receive. Bring me compliments. Bring me abundance. Bring me clients. Bring me bring me goodies. Bring me presents. Think about when you give somebody a present and they they just they don't even acknowledge it. They don't receive it. That's less fun. Think about when you give someone a compliment and they deflect it or deny it or ignore it. They deny it. It, it can be really awkward. And it's like, wait, you're calling me a liar. I just said you're you are beautiful. And you just told me that you're not? What? No, we are here to receive the compliments. Receive the compliments, receive the goodness, receive the abundance. That is why we are here to receive. In Japan, there's a tradition of before you eat, you say, I am receiving. And this is something that I am trying to practice. And I've been trying to practice for about a year now, and it is very much still a work in progress. I think I say it maybe once every three months. So this might be a very long process, but it's something that perhaps could help you. Maybe you'll be you'll pick it up a lot easier than I am and may help you open up to receiving. And there's one more bit of new paradigm magic that came with the race because in the new paradigm, we are going to manifest things so quickly. There's going to be no resistance, no time, space resistance. And so last week I was doing some work on myself and found that one of the ways I want to feel is playful. And one of the things I can do to help myself activate that playful energy is dolphin dives. I love doing dolphin dives and I rarely take the time to just play in the water. Well, this race, the swim ended up having these really shallow sections where you, dolphin diving was the best bet. And so I, the universe was like, oh, hey, Kelsey, you want a dolphin dive to activate that playful energy? Here you go. I have been racing triathlon since 2004, I think. And I've maybe done one dolphin dive before in a race. This was like a whole series of them. This is definitely the universe gave me the gift right away, manifested that so fast. And I receive it with a wide open heart. So now let's talk about this new paradigm and where we're going. So human design says that for the last 400 ish years from 1610 to 2026, we've been in the cross of planning. So the, the world humanity has its own incarnation cross and it has been the cross of planning. And this has been 
a time of building institutions, really focusing on keeping the tribe together and creating structures like schools, intuition, excuse me, uh, schools, institutions, communities, stuff like that to hold us together. And in 2027, we move into the cross of the Maya. This is the theme for this cross is it's charismatic. It's abundant. It's lit up. It's owning yourself, like taking personal responsibility and just owning, owning your penthouse energy. And this of course does not happen on human design new year, which will be around January 22nd of 2027. It's not like, boom, a switch is flipped. No, that's what this whole period is about. That's this like 2020 to 2027, maybe a little bit past 2027 is us gradually easing in, although it may not feel so ease filled into this new paradigm. We are preparing, we are shedding everything that has to stay on the riverbank, taking it back to that eye of the needle riverbank analogy from Anahata Ananda. We are, what has to stay stays. The stuff that has to stay back in 2019 and 2020 and 2021, it's got to stay there. And we move forward with our new version of ourselves. And this is us preparing for the new paradigm. So in this current transition period, there are some ideas that we need to release. We need to release the belief that other people know better than we do. We need to release this concept of people being experts. And do you remember what the first thing I said about like the way that one of the ways I'm different, I'm a different athlete between 2019 and now is in 2019, I was eating the way people were telling me I should eat the way these practitioners, these doctors, these experts told me that I should eat. It was Kelsey you need to eat this to support this. And now mm -mm, I don't fall for that. I listen to what my body really wants and it will always guide me. It's my body. It is wisdom. So we're going to shed the idea of experts which feels very, very exciting to me. I don't know if you've ever heard me say that I do not consider myself an expert. I don't consider anyone an expert. We are not here to be better than other people. There is no hierarchy. And this is actually another piece of this, like, uh, excuse me, this is another idea that we need to shed going into the new paradigm, that there is no hierarchy. We are not ahead or behind anyone else. We are all climbing different mountains and we're all doing great. We have to release the idea that struggle is good, that you have to work hard. You have to hustle, nose to the grindstone. Mm -mm. You have to suffer. That busy is good. That, that the struggle bus is the only way to do things. And of course, this is one of the things I am so passionate about when it comes to bringing human design coaching to people. Get off the struggle bus, cancel your ticket and start doing life the way your soul wants you to do it. Start stepping into the flow, start stepping into the new version of yourself, start stepping into your true alignment, own your penthouse energy, sparkle as brightly as imaginable 
and change the world that way. No struggle required. Another one related to that is that work is supposed to be hard. Look, like that's that idea of like, you gotta get, you gotta do what you gotta do. You gotta work hard. You gotta suffer. And then it's kind of like work hard, play hard. And I want to say, I use the word work. Work to me is not a bad word. The way I'm saying it here is that idea of like 80 hour work weeks and constantly being on call and not getting enough sleep and basically just like frying yourself and living a miserable life. I'm not talking about doing the work, like doing the work on yourself, doing the work from a training perspective. Like, again, let's address it. I'm pretty sure I've talked about this before, but there's a difference between ease and easy. So people, people tend to be very concerned about being lazy and laziness is unlikely because we are all humans with our own passions. We all have things that excite us, that light us up. And just sitting around all day, every day is not what lights up anyone. It might be what people need to just kind of like release all the old energy before they can start anew and see what they really like. But no one is inherently lazy. And laziness is not just going to come up and attack you and tell you you're your bad human and And this is what your life is going to be from now on. And so it's okay. So back to easy versus ease. So this is the example I've used when I did a hundred mile bike ride by myself in Florida in, I think it was October. So super hot, super humid. Those last 15 miles were by no means easy. I wasn't like riding a cruiser bike, like, la la la. I was working, I was sweating. I was maybe even a slightly dizzy and it was filled with ease. I felt like I was being pulled forward. Like it was awesome. I was in flow. So flow, this concept introduced by Cheek sent me high is this, or the way to get into flow is to get yourself in a situation that is just challenging enough so that you're not bored, but it's not so challenging that you feel overwhelmed and like, well, forget it. I can't do it. And when we are in that place, we're in flow. And when we're in flow, anything is possible. We're not always aware of all of our surroundings. We're just in it. We are hyper present. Flow feels so good. And that is what every single one of us is designed to experience in this life. So the other piece that we need to drop, the other belief that we need to drop going into the new paradigm is this concept that we have to earn worthiness or really earn anything or uh, along with earning, I'm going to say deserving. The thing is we all deserve everything. You don't have to work. You don't have to suffer. You don't have to earn your worthiness. We are all worthy. We are all beautiful. We are all enough. We are all perfect. And in this new paradigm, we are going to truly know that. In this new paradigm, we are going to have limitless thinking 
We're going to embrace inherent worthiness. There's going to be beauty everywhere, meaning we're going to see beauty in everything. There's going to be no separation. Again, this is the concept. No one is better than anyone else. No one is higher than anyone else. No one is ahead of anyone else. We are all one. And we're going to embrace wanting what we want, really having peace around our desires because we are going to understand that as humans, we are here to constantly evolve. We are here to constantly expand. And when I say the word expand, sometimes people get a little like cringy because they think like, I don't want my body to expand. I don't want to gain weight. This is about energetic expansion. You are here to grow. Every single one of us is to here to keep getting better and better and better and better. Age does not matter. You are here to get better and better and better and better and better and better. And to get better, a lot of times we have to want more. So for a lot of, in a lot of instances, the desire comes first. Oh, I want this thing. And then we get better. We become the person who can have that thing, who can have that experience. So we are constantly growing. And then the other thing that's going to happen as we go into the new paradigm is right now, this cross of planning, this paradigm that we're in now and have been in since 1610 has been all about the left arrows. So I'm talking about the arrows at the top of your chart. There are four arrows up around the head of the chart of your human design chart and the cross of planning, all four of those arrows point left. This is called quad left in the cross of the Maya. All four of these arrows are going to point to the right. So this means we're going from a paradigm that's all about structure and strategy into a paradigm that's all about flow, instant manifesting, and just making a decision, not having to strategize and structureize. Is that a word? I like it. Um, structureize your, like to trick yourself, to manipulate yourself is flow. And that doesn't mean that that left is going to be bad or that right is bad right now. Some of us with right arrows, I have two left and two rights. <laughs> like, I mean, yes, I am here for this. And every single one of us who is here on this planet right now is here for this transition from the current paradigm into the new paradigm. How cool is that? Like we all know we are here for this rising and this is what's happening. So the The left arrows can be called the more masculine arrows. And we're talking not gender. We are talking energy. Masculine energy is that structured strategic energy. Feminine energy is that flowing receptive energy. And so, you know, this reminds me of, I heard this, this native American story about how until now, the bird has been flapping with only one wing, the masculine wing, and it's left the bird flying in circles. And now the feminine wing is getting extended. So the bird can fly higher. The bird can now choose to go straight or in the other direction. The bird's no longer flying in circles. It can fly higher. It can do all sorts of tricks. It can do whatever it wants because now we've got both the masculine and feminine. So by pulling us into this more feminine way of being, what it's going to do is help us see that both the masculine and feminine energies are, are good. 
Both are necessary. Both are needed. Both are within all of us. Even if you are a quad left, meaning you have all four left arrows or a quad right, meaning you have all four arrows pointed to the right. If you're quad right, it doesn't mean you don't have any masculine energy in you. And if you're a quad left, it doesn't mean you have any feminine, you don't have any feminine energy in you. We all have plenty of masculine energy and plenty of feminine energy. As these arrows shift, what we're going to see is that all the ways of doing things are valid and beautiful and perfect. So (laughs) I was going to say, if you've been feeling like the last few years, like what the heck is going on? It's the transition period from the cross of planning to the cross of the Maya. It is our movement. You can say through the eye of the needle, you can say we are moving into the new paradigm, but it's bound to, we're bound to shake things up right now. That is what's happening because we are moving into a completely different way to do things. And if it were to happen instantly, I think we would all explode. So this is the gradual unfolding of our next version of ourselves. We are constantly evolution and that is, we are constantly evolving and that is magnified right now. And how exciting is that? You get to choose who you're going to be in the future. How do you want to be in this world? What does your future self do? What does, does your future self believe? How does it feel to be around your future self? What is your future self's energy like? Everything is possible. Anything is possible. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and know someone else who will like it, please share it with them. And if you're inspired to do so, please head over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and give the Find Your Awesome Podcast a five-star rating and a glowing review. That helps more and more people find this information so we can all rise together. Thank you so much, you magnificent being. You are filled with magic and love and joy. And I am so excited to be on this journey with you. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your attention. Now, go forth and be awesome.